Hi guys, we are back here and uh, today we have a special guest. It's Friday night. We have Sangeeta. Hey guys. Hey party people. Friday Hello. night. What's up, y'all? Sangeeta, the ever beautiful, ever talented Sangeeta. Oh wow. Thank you. <laughs> now I'm blushing. Sorry you can't see it. but Yes. Welcome to the show, Sangeeta. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, great. Hey, you know what? You know what? I just want to say this, right? Uh, this is the first time I've been asked to do an interview and I didn't have to dress up for it. Oh my God. How liberating. <laughs> There's no makeup. No. Yeah. I mean like in my shorts and my singlet and this is so cool. Yeah. This is the new norm. <laughs> yeah. So how are you guys doing? Yeah, we are good. We are good. Everyone is fine. But right. uh, this is time for us to ask you some questions. <laughs> okay so so generally we usually ask this to our guest and mm-hmm. um, we're going to ask you the same question so mm-hmm. what are you doing at home now and how <laughs> mco okay. treating you uh okay let's see i think i have cleaned every corner of my house um nice. i have washed every last piece of cloth there is mm-hmm. um what else i've stacked up cat food um okay so yeah that's that um i think i've i have done a lot of things that i've been putting off i think one of the one of the most important things that happened to me during this mco is um i have always um you know whatever however busy i've been with my schedule i've always um tried to be of some help uh to persons or organizations that needed help. Mm-hmm. So I think this MCO has basically given me a better chance at doing that. Um, I have been keeping myself busy trying to help people who I need. So um, I was introduced to Masala Wheels. Um, have you guys heard of them? Um, through them, I actually met a volunteer um, who is right now helping me identify uh, a couple of families um, around our area and, and uh, some areas in the rural areas. And we've been basically helping them. I've also been cooking for some families um, oh, and we've been sending okay. food to them. Uh, so we take turns because otherwise it takes a toll on, on everybody who is basically volunteering. But I have really, uh, I'm really enjoying that process actually, to be honest with you. Because, uh, I mean, people want to help. A lot of people want to help, but they don't know how to do it. Because this is different, right? We've never been through this. We've mm-hmm. never experienced an MCO. So a lot of people are sort of like off track right now. They're like, okay, I want to help, but how do I do it? Um, like I approached Masala Wheels on uh, Instagram and I told them, like, how can I help? And yeah. uh, so I have been encouraging people to sort of um, to contribute uh, to them because um, they have the permits, they have the licenses, and they go around feeding people with the contributions that you give them. Wow. Uh, so yeah, so that that's one of the things I've been doing. That's a lot of things you are doing actually. <laughs> when, when I heard you saying, when I heard you saying you're stacking up on cat food, I was like, wow, I'm yeah. doing better than yeah. you. And then after the bomb, you landed with all this at the end. Oh God, that's good. Masala Wheels is the restaurant in PJ, right? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's them, and they are doing a fantastic job. So a big shout out to them. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm so glad to to be working with them. But I am also um, on an everyday basis um, trying to look out uh, for these type of NGOs, um, especially the ones that are dealing with immigrant workers and refugees um, to try and mm. see how I can help. And I try and share. Sometimes just sharing an article 
um, mm-hmm. it helps a great deal, you know. That's what's been happening, I think. But 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 we have twenty four hours in a day. Yes, correct. So still gotta find things to do. <laughs> so I'm so glad that you guys called me in for an interview. I have something to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sorry, I think it's past your bedtime, right? Uh, yeah, we can say that, but you know, it's the MCO. It's okay. So Tomorrow you can sleep yeah. another two hours extra. Uh, yeah, exactly, it's right? It's not like I have to wake up early for shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a weekend. Yeah. yeah. It's a weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it doesn't I make a I, difference now. Yeah, I think I realized <laughs> that also that um, shooting live, basically mm-hmm. being in the film industry, has taught me a lot of discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I sleep early, I wake up early, you know, all of those good stuff. But then now, hey, who cares, right? Yeah. 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 That's the new norm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people have also accepted the fact that this is really important because we are making really good progress. Okay. I mean, we read the news every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I mean, we, we gotta we got to congratulate and we got to be proud of our government as well at this point because I think the measures that they took, it, it's really helped us. Effective, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah we should be we, supporting it. Uh, it. It's the frontliners, but I also think that a lot of um, um, perception about teachers are also changing right now because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I have a couple of teachers in my family as well, mm-hmm. and they've always struggled. But right now, is um, you see a lot of encouragement towards teachers. Teachers are going out of their way. Uh, to get kids prepared um, and um, doing things from home is is absolutely challenging, you know. But yeah, yeah kudos to the teachers as well. They're doing a fantastic job. Nice, Adiviraku. Yeah, nice. that's right. <laughs> 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 so since we said Adiviraku, right, mm-hmm. uh, Sangeeta, we really would like to know mm-hmm. how you got into this acting career. <laughs> it's a funny story. I never wanted to be an actor. Oh, I never even okay. thought about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. Okay. So let me tell you something, right? Let me be really honest with you. Um, I grew up in a very challenging environment as in um, my parents went through a divorce and there was a lot of mayhem at home when I was growing up. So one of the things that really used to cheer me up, uh, we, I grew up in Kapong. One of the things that really used to cheer me up was the Hungry Ghost Festival. So love it. Why, why you look forward for, to go out on a Hungry Ghost? Hungry Ghost Festival because of the Oprah performances, oh, uh, the Chinese okay. Oprah performances. Yeah, they mm-hmm. used to fascinate me, and mm-hmm. um, so I used to come back home and I used to like sort of mimic them and I used to entertain my mom and my siblings oh. at home and I and they used to think that it was hilarious, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first exposure to performing arts, but I never thought that. I would uh, become an actor someday. So what happened was eventually I studied law okay. and then but there was a lot of baggage that I was carrying in me uh, from the from my childhood that um, I always felt a little lost like I used to get bored with the things that I used to do like my work got mm-hmm. boring and a lot of things that I did in my life got kind of boring. I don't know why. And I always thought that there was a void in me that I was trying to fill that I couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I was called in. I, I did a lot of modeling when I was uh, studying for money, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so somebody found my picture. Uh, one of the directors from RTM found my picture on some online, some website somewhere and then called me in. And then 
uh, they were they wanted to cast me for a Tamil drama. I went in and mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I can't. I couldn't read and write Tamil. I still can't. Uh, and my mm-hmm. Tamil was not too great because they spoke English at home. But mm-hmm. thanks to my grandma, I I I you know I picked it up. Um, so I told him like, uh, I don't think so, you know, because this is in Tamil, I can't read and write the script and stuff like that. But he told me no, like, uh, you know, show us the effort and we'll show you the way. So I went in and then I felt acting just was so therapeutic to me that I stayed on and I didn't want to do anything else. Like till today, acting is therapeutic for me. Every day I'm covering something about myself. Um, so interpreting because day, you are something. playing as another character and you're forgetting who uh, you are at that moment. Or? You know, you know, as as human beings, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think like we have a lot of emotions that uh, we suppress as we grow up, mm-hmm. and then you have a playing ground when you're acting where you can you just you're just given the license to explore every every emotion that is in your um, mind, body, and soul, mm-hmm. if you may call it. Know what I mean? Yeah. So that sort of like um, when I when I started to explore that, and I started to realize that it was a lot of pain that I was carrying in me were were dissipating slowly when I was acting, mm-hmm. like when I was crying in front of the camera, it was real. I was feeling it, you know. Uh, when I was smiling or laughing in front of the camera, it was real, you know. Okay. So all of those emotions that I feel when I'm in front of the camera is real. It's very real. So it becomes like a channel for your emotions, right? That's right. Like, that's right. Yeah. So I felt like I was healing. Like there was a, a, a there was a huge part of me that was healing. I used to come back home and feel satisfied, and I'm like, whoa, where, why, <laughs> you know? So I would say that you know, I think why I got into acting, I don't have an answer for that. How I got into acting was an accident, but. Mm-hmm. I am staying in it because it's therapeutic to me. And I realized that having having this responsibility to entertain people, mm-hmm. is it feels like the greatest gift that one can have. And then you have women and aunties and like grandmas walking to you and like squeezing your cheeks and like, uh, you know, I love you and kiss you and do all of those things and bless you. Things like, uh, I like that character that you played. I resonated so much with it. I learned something from it. Um, it's really uplifting for me. And it's your approach, method acting. Uh-huh. What is method acting? This <laughs> okay, you should know. You see, a lot of I okay, um, okay. I went to NIFA last year, New York Film Academy. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Los Yeah, I was I was under a scholarship with Finas because of the uh, award that I I received with Finas uh, for mm-hmm. FFM. Um, mm-hmm. So when I went there, is when I actually realized that there were a lot of things like why I'm I'm talking about that right now is because I learned what what was this aspect of acting called method acting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that method acting is, um, you know, if you're supposed to be angry, uh, you're going to be, you're going to stay angry the whole day. Uh, you're going to stay angry. You're not going to talk to anybody. You're going to be brooding in a corner. Uh, nobody, you're going to be unapproachable for that day. It's actually mm-hmm. not that. It's about tapping into your your inner. Um, I suppose... For me, it would be a demon because I never get oh, through, you know? I see. Yeah. I see. So, so what is method acting? Method acting, I don't know. For me, I, I wouldn't call it method acting. 
for me for me method acting is to encourage the honesty or the sincerity in acting that's fantastic to bring out it is that's how i that's how to bring out the realism right yeah but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't because um, method acting for them in the mm-hmm. traditional sense is if you're supposed to be angry, you're going to stay angry the whole day. Like mm-hmm. off camera, on camera, yeah, yeah, at home, and all of that. You know? Yeah, it, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't... I, yeah, I don't resonate with character. Like for me, mm. I take home a bit of that. Sometimes it scares me because um, there was once, right? Mm. Mm, I, I did a TV series for Singapore. Pasenam uh, mm-hmm. channel, mm-hmm. and um, I played a depressive wife. Um, mm-hmm. And what happened was, I finished it and I came back home, and I realized that after that, I didn't leave home for close to a month. Whoa! Because yeah, mm-hmm. I brought back some of her. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in a dark place. I was mm-hmm. in a really dark. And uh-huh. then, like, my mom got worried, and then she came over, and she's like, "What's up?" And you know, you know, when you see them in movies, you know, uh, you'll see like pizza okay. packets all over the floor, and like soda cans. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I was going through that dark patch because, but that's that's where the learning curve is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I learned that that uh, once when you work with a character, yes, you that yes, you dig deep in, yes, you are honest with it. But then you you need to learn how to shake it off as well. As as fast as you get into the character, you need to learn uh, to shake it off as quickly as well. I was speaking about Naifa because I, oh my God, I tell you, it was one of the most liberating experiences I've ever had. Most of them were like active actors who were my teachers. And to to basically share a classroom with them and to learn from mm-hmm. them and to listen uh, to what they have to say, right? Mm-hmm. Um like Hollywood and the experiences that they um, were kind enough to share with us and they were so generous with knowledge anything and everything that you ask them they would they would like tell you um, it was it was like a blessing just sitting in class and listening to all of these things you know and um, and then I kind of realized that there were some things that I was doing so the teacher one of the teachers he was fantastic he, he's a, uh, an actor as well so he said never practice in front of the mirror um oh, and i never did. i never did because here everybody will tell you to practice in front of the mirror yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so and what did he yeah so i was i never did that because uh so so his his before before uh, before that so you never did no i never did that i never did that mm-hmm. because i've always been very conscious about myself and mm-hmm. then he said that the rationale behind it is basically mm-hmm. because if you practice in front of the mirror mm-hmm. you will start noticing about you that you will become aware and conscious of and when you're yeah, acting, you will start thinking oh maybe i shouldn't um squint my eyes like that or maybe my lip look nice this way you know so your mind would, would basically automatically go into this mode where it becomes conscious about how you look if you want to be a good actor if you want to tap into all your emotions you must be at the height of calmness the more calm you are, the better you'll be able to perform. For example, anger. If you are at, if you are the most relaxed, that's when you will be able to tap into your actual emotion, like what you have and not what you've seen or what you've heard. Mm-hmm. And that's when your um, performance would be different from someone else because it'll be your experience, not 
something that you've seen before that you're emulating. No so one you look different from others. Everything yeah. will look different from others. For that to happen, you have to be at the most relaxed state. So when we were doing these exercises in um, in in uh, class, right? Mm-hmm. In uh, this is when I realized that when you were when we were most relaxed, there were some of my classmates that were crying, some of them were screaming, um, some of them were doing, just some of them were laughing. I was mm-hmm. crying. I had no. I, I mean, I was not emotional at all, but there were tears coming out of my eyes. I would encourage yeah. anybody who's in the industry, um, no yeah. matter which uh, field you are, I would I would highly recommend that you guys um, take a course with, um, for example, NIFA. The reason why I went to NIFA was that one is it's affordable. Two is they were one of the one of the good ones that basically uh, allow for short courses like this. Like you can do it for a week, you can do it for four weeks and eight weeks. Um, mm-hmm. And it really helped me when I came back after I started doing my projects. Right, I started looking at scripts in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. There was a class that we did called uh, script analysis. Mm-hmm. We used to analyze every word that was written in a script. Okay. You know, and why is it written that way? What does it mean? You know, um, those are the things that yeah. And I would, like I said, I would encourage people to go there if you can't afford it. You know, you mm. have to discover something every day. You have to learn something every day. And and I am so thankful that I chose to go for an acting course um, mm. there. And I and I had a and I had firsthand experience. Um, learning about Hollywood and how it works and what's done there, you know, I absolutely love my experience. Coming back to it, coming back to your question, you've been to New York mm-hmm. and uh, you've also worked in uh, Malaysian movies and local uh, Tamil movies, right? Okay. And you've also worked in uh, an uh, India Indian movie, right? Hollywood uh, Goa, is it? Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was before I got. Very long right. time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I want to just know what what you see difference in. Uh, as you see, experience or working order, discipline, In what, what of, can... Hmm. Uh, which industries? Hollywood? Malay and... industry and uh, our own uh, local Indian industry. Ah, okay. Good question. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. In terms of the system, I think it's basically the same. I have worked with... Um, God bless, I've... I've you know, I have to say this, I've worked with fantastic people. My experiences in this industry from the time I got in seven years ago as a full-time actor has been nothing less than fantastic. Um, I've met so many people along the line, but I have always felt a little stifled when I was in the Indian industry alone. Um, Why I say I felt a little stifled is because I grew up with a lot of Malay and Chinese friends around me. And I was from a Skola Kabangsa. And so when I came into the Indian industry, it was only Tamil. It was only Indian movies, Indian songs, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. very influenced by all of this. So I was always like, oh, where is our Malaysianness? Where is our Malaysian identity when we were making local Tamil films here? Um, mm-hmm. Of course, of course, a lot of projects that I did had a lot of Malaysian identities in it. Like if you look at, um, I don't know if you guys have seen Betty Pasanga and Benira Irivu Girl. And that. So those... Those had a lot of um, local university, uh, local Malaysian identity kind of stuff, but a lot of it didn't. Um, and then, you know, um, I was also very adamant. I had a lot of uh, offers from the Malay movie industry as well, but mm-hmm. I was very adamant about the kind of characters that I wanted to do. I didn't want to go and play uh, a female lead's best friend in a movie or a TV series or whatever, because I felt that. I came into the industry because I wanted to play roles that were empowering, that had some 
weight or meaning to it. So I was very adamant about that. When Adi Wira happened, mm-hmm. I got a glimpse of how the Malay movie industry works here, you know, which I never had. And it was it was different in the sense that, of course, the uh, budgets were bigger, the mm-hmm. um, crew members were bigger and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the big differences that I saw and I experienced was that here there was a lot of Malaysianness. The Malaysian identity was there, you know. Mm-hmm. But the yet, but yet there was a lot of this jurang antara industry that I always say, mm-hmm. um, something I always say in my interviews is huge, because mm-hmm. after having done like thirty um, drama series for RTM and. 10 films when i picked up my award at uh, ffm a lot okay. of people a lot of directors and actors and all that came and asked me like is this your first film okay. which which means that they have no idea that there is a indian movie industry existent uh-huh. 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 so Pr- practically they don't know who you are right it's shocking for mm. me i was like oh my god okay mm. you know? <laughs> but but then that's when i started realizing that maybe i have a bigger responsibility like Mm, maybe I need to be one of these persons who creates awareness to kurangkan this jurang antara industry. So mm. today in the in the I'm I'm in both right I'm both in Tamil mm. industry and the Malay movie industry. I tend mm. to build a bridge between the both whenever I can. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. whenever I'm speaking to a director or I'm sitting on a screenplay mm-hmm. and I'm always saying like. You know, I think we should bring a little bit more Malaysianness into this, because in the Tamil mm. movie industry in Malaysia, you will see that it's very, very influenced by Hollywood. Mm. Uh, and a lot of scripts that I've read and I've done, and I'm like, hey, but this is, mm, this is not how we speak here. This is not how we do <laughs> here. You know, um, so that got me kind of confused. But I always try and encourage that let's bring the the Malaysian Indianness into the movies. You know, we need to make movies that are more. Um, Uh, Malaysian identity centered because that I mean I suppose that's when people will start recognizing us outside for our movies, right? Yeah, if that answer your question. Yes, that that does. Anything good that uh, the Malay industry can learn from the Indian industry? You think? Um, dancing maybe. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, yeah, probably. Um, I think to be honest with you, we are at. A learning stage when okay. to making films in Malaysia. We are still at a very mm-hmm. early stage. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I was saying we can learn from each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things that we can learn each other. But if we want to learn from each other, the first thing that we need mm-hmm. to do, like I said, is to kurangkan this jurang. We need yeah. to collaborate. You know, like you know, Malay artists they don't know any of the Indian artists in Malaysia. Indian artists yeah. don't know any of the Malay artists in this country. <laughs> like Indian artists in this country won't go and watch Malay movies. I don't know why. And then Malay artists won't mm-hmm. go and watch like not to say won't, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah, then yeah. I try and tell my friends like, hey, you know, and then because I am now. Um, An acquaintance in the Malay movie industry, people know me, right? Mm. So when I post it, mm. and then like like my friends, hey, why don't we go and watch this movie? You know, so when I did Yenavel, and Yenavel was released uh, uh, last year, mm-hmm. a lot of people watched it. Like my Malay friends mm. when I watched it, and they were like, hey, we enjoyed it. You know, we like the song, mm. we like this, we like that. So, you know, we need to kurangkan the jurang first. Yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yes, it does. So, yeah. Sangita. What is your dream role or character you want to play in the in the near future? Angelina Jolie in Salt. 
Okay. Yeah. Seriously, you want to do your you want to do stunts and you want to be like physical. Oh my god. Um. You never done any role like that before? I have. Action movie. I have. I think you have, right? You get hurt. Uh. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know. When I was growing up, right, I always told myself, I don't want to be a master of one. I want to be the jack of... I'd rather be the jack of all trades. And I want to do roles that empower women. I want to do roles, um, biographies, I suppose, of mm-hmm. women who have um, made history, who have changed people's lives, who have empowered other women. Those are the kind of roles that I want to do. Those are the kind of roles... They give you a, they give you a superhero role like Wonder Woman, you'll do it? Oh my God, why not? But I um, cannot lie. Gal Gadot had a high standard, so high yes. that, I, <laughs> that I don't think anyone can beat her. So no lie. You have a Malaysian version. Karate kid, jadi silat kid. You change something. Chichat woman. Chichat woman. Malaysian version. Yeah. Or lalat woman or something, you know. But Yeah. I mean, I look forward to roles like that. I don't know. Okay, let's I mean, just uh, move on from this movie style, movie stuff, right? Let's go into Sangeeta right now. Okay. <laughs> hey, Sangeeta is movie, movie, yeah, Sangeeta. Movie, yeah. Sangeeta. Let's, let's, so let's you're going to go personal. Huh? You're going to go personal. Not, not exactly personal. Maybe about her. You want to um, talk about that? I'm ready. Okay, cool. So, okay, we know you are you are vegetarian, you are vegan and everything. So, what is your view on vegan and being a vegetarian overall? Vegucate us. Um, a lot of people, when I tell them I'm vegan, they make a face. But I can understand why. Um, because people don't like ideologies to be pushed into them, right? And I don't do that. I grew up in a vegetarian family. My grandmother was a vegetarian. Her mother was a vegetarian. My mom's a vegetarian. My brother's a vegan. All my aunts are vegetarians. Um, my dad was a sportsman. He used to eat healthy. Um, he was not exactly a meat eater. And all of these things were a, a you know great amount of influence when I was growing up. So um, I don't know. For me, for me, the transition was super easy. It was basically this. I was... Um, it was ethical reasons. They were not health reasons or they were not religious reasons. It was purely ethical reasons. Ethical. When I made a decision to become um, vegan, it was it was almost overnight, I think. Uh, there was nothing more for me to think about it. Like I, Whenever I used to eat meat, I used to feel guilty. That That is the honest truth. That's what happened to me. Um, maybe it's the conditioning. Maybe uh, because I grew up in an environment like that. But then I I did not want to make it a religious or a, like a dietary um, okay or whatever. I I didn't want that. I I just I just felt that it was not right. So I'm not into that. Oh, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, like I'm not I'm not a rigid, strict, vegan, so to speak, that would go down and say, hey, you know, meat is murder. Don't kill animals. I don't do that. <laughs> I think, well, I thought you were. <laughs> Why? You know that I really thought you were. That's why I kept coming to you and let's do a show about vegan, vegetarian. I kept coming back to you because I thought you were really a hardcore. But not because the statistics have gone up like 300%. Well, mm. the statistics are up. A lot of people Yeah, are. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's a healthy uh, lifestyle to to adopt la, today. You know, like you see a lot of my friends who are not vegetarians, like uh, yeah. my boyfriend does it like, you know, like twice or three times a week. You know, he just says like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be oh. vegetarian today. 
uh, a lot of people say they see difference in their body in their performances um a lot of people watched um uh what's that documentary on uh... yeah that documentary changed one of my colleague's life So she asked me to watch it, and I said, "Stop! <laughs> Don't bring that near me." I wouldn't look at it as something that would convert you, okay, but I think probably will. It's based on science. Yes, I know. That's why facts facts will convert you. I don't know. For me, it's like do what you think is good for your body. Yes. You know? okay. Like for some people, um, it doesn't work. So be it. It's fine. You know. Uh, like I, I, but I'm trying. I'm I'm a vegetarian every Friday, so I'm trying. Oh, that's nice. Trying, uh, yeah. yeah. But that's because you want it, right? Not because someone is forcing it down. No, your throat, right? yeah, I want to. Yeah, try that's it, what yeah. I believe in. Like, I mean, just just eat and do what you think um is right. If you feel it's right, do it. Like for me, I felt that it wasn't right, so I stopped. Okay, share that, guys. It's good for you. You want to right? Go ahead. I would say like um, it was like three sixty lah for me. Mm, okay, it's good to know that. Let's do this, okay? Let's let let let's send you back ten years behind. Mm-hmm. What changes will you do in your life? What changes I would make? Yeah, I think I wouldn't because who I am today, mm-hmm. find by what I did in the last ten years, and it was a learning curve. Okay. If I change anything from that, I wouldn't be half the person I am today. Okay, what was your biggest failure that you have faced? That I can't swim. Thank you for embarrassing me. No, I can't swim as well. It's it's just a skill that you don't have. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, failure to me because. Failure, yeah. uh, so you can't swim. I can't. Wow. I can't swim. I can't, can't swim. I can't cycle. Oh, you can't cycle too. Well, we have I've got friends. I can't have. I can't cycle as well. I can't have more than a glass of wine. What else? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, you and Jensen have to sit in a table together. Yeah, uh, we have a few things in common. Yeah, I can't swim, I can't cycle, I can't drink. Awesome, man! <laughs> Whoa, Jensen, you can't swim also. This I is the night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh my god! I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Quite many people can't swim, right? Because if you don't actually practice or go for class, you can't yeah, actually right. swim. It's something which you need to. You need to that's learn. Right. If you don't learn, yeah. Come la, right. I throw you guys in the deep. One bottle of beer, Jensen becomes a ripe tomato. <laughs> Jensen, you gotta have a chat over a drink sometime, Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, you know, uh, but Jensen, that's true. Uh, I I think that's very true because I always thought about it as well. Uh, my dad was a sportsman, um, and when we were young, he used to take us to the public swimming pool, and and I think he threw me into the pool once that got okay. me traumatized. Uh-huh. And I had ear issues when I was a kid, severe ear issues. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still remember the pain. Like they used to rush me to the hospital. Um, okay. So I was I was not lucky enough uh, to learn swimming as well because of that. So I have mm. this. Uh, It's phobia, you know. I'm I'm traumatized when I go into water. I'm scared that it'll go into my ear and it'll cause severe issues. Get get earplugs. <laughs> What is your biggest success then? Well, I'm still waiting to find out. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. No, but thus far, thus far, yeah. yeah, so far, yeah. Up okay. to this point, this, this is what I am, right? I 
I do not define anything as success because I think once I start defining something as success, mm. I will stop learning. Okay, nice. Yeah. So, uh, okay, besides acting, right? Besides mm. acting, what is the most impressive skill you have? Aha! Uh, I could touch my nose with my tongue. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. <laughs> okay, that, I think most of the listeners will be doing that now. I'm telling you that. Yeah. Uh, you I can speak to that. You can wait, 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 guys. Let me try. Okay. No, can't. I can't do. What you can? I can't do that. Really? I'm trying. I, mean, I I tried it before. I know I can't. Okay, right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Seriously, so, I can cook. Okay. Okay. That's right. I love cooking. Okay. I started mm-hmm. at the age of I think six. I'm not lying. I I. I don't know, okay? I mean, I would like to believe I have this this um, wonderful thought of me being a chef or a cook in my previous birth or life mm-hmm. uh, because recipes come to my head. I would know. Like, you you serve me something. Mm-hmm. I would know exactly what's... You can what's guess in the ingredients. Yeah, even if it's brown in uh, color, I like hockey, right? I would know what's in there. Like, I don't know how, but it happens to me. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know. And I, and I absolutely enjoy it. It's like chemistry for me, you know? I know I know. Um, mixing this ingredient with that, um, uh-huh. adding a little bit of this to that would, would enhance the taste of this and that. Uh-huh. Uh, change you create magic on the plate. It's like uh-huh. science for me. That's how it, it's, it is. And I absolutely enjoy it. Yes, I would like to know, uh, Sangeeta, this one. Uh-huh. Money or fame? What's worth more to you? Money or fame? Money or fame? Well, if I were to choose between them, I think I would choose mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I I was brought up to believe that we shouldn't allow money to control our our lives. But mm-hmm. I would choose money simply because I would love to feed every hungry child in this world and I would love to educate every child that cannot afford to go to school. So I would choose money. So, so you have a lot of money? No, I don't, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm thinking of ways to make more money. <laughs> I hope after this, yeah. no one privately messages their bank account number <laughs> to you. Hey, but you know, that's what happens to me. I give away money to people who need it. I can't okay. keep money. I was conditioned that way, I suppose. Uh, and it makes me happy, you know, to know okay. that I have helped after someone. This, after this podcast, uh, I'll send you my account number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who's listening to this podcast who wants to give their money away, please call me. I would give it away for you. And Wow. Okay, Sangeeta, okay. you know you know everyone knows that you're a beautiful person, right? Wow, beautiful. Oh, yes, you are. Wow. You are very yes, very pretty, very beautiful person. So I would like to ask you, how would you rate your looks on a scale of one to ten? Uh, terrible question. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend gives me a twenty. Oh, of course, you have to. You have no other choice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> His exact. Uh, dialogue <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't know mm-hmm. i can be staring into the mirror when i'm combing my hair but i'm not looking at my face that much i can tell mm-hmm. you because i do not think highly of myself i've always had um issues with self-esteem and like whatever and whatnot um yeah my dad passed away about nine years ago okay. Okay. And a friend of his who was never who's who was in and out like he was his best friend when they were in college and in their younger days and then they hadn't met each other for a really long time 
mm-hmm. and when my father passed away um mm-hmm. he came home to say his mm-hmm. final goodbyes to my dad and when mm-hmm. he walked in he stopped shocked um in front of me and he mm-hmm. told me oh my god you look exactly like him so then shakma team here should give you a 10 <laughs> you look like your dad you look beautiful my so dad? we give you a 10 we give oh. you a 10 Hey. Right. So you can't answer that, right? You can't answer that question. So we give you a number. We give you ten. I can't. I can't. You know, so I'm. I'm yeah. So a story that's very. That's okay. Hard. This is honest. Yeah. This is honest. Yeah. I can't. I honestly question, can't. Yeah. I don't think very highly of myself when it like I can't. Like, how do you rate yourself? Like, how does anybody do it? Sangeeta, we would like to know what what are your uh, upcoming projects. Um okay so I had a really interesting project that was supposed to happen uh and then MCO happened so it's got mm-hmm. postponed I don't know when it's going to happen but I'm super excited about it mm-hmm. um I know it's going to be challenging for them but uh so this is a ba- this is a story that is based on the Sri Lankan war that happened mm-hmm. uh it's on a true story mm-hmm. uh, um it's uh, it's based on Geneva convention Mm-hmm. Um and I play a very important role in the movie and that's all I can tell you guys I'm sorry. Is it a, is it a Malay? Industry? No, it's not. It's Hollywood um Malaysian no. collab. Hollywood. Yeah. Oh. And there were, there are some big names involved in it. Um and I'm not supposed to be talking about it but I'm just telling okay. you guys because I'm like you know I don't want to disappoint you lah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will I think it will take off soon. Yeah, it's for the all the settled stuff. Yeah. More time for you to Yeah. I'm hoping for Venira Irrevocable 2 to happen. Mm-mm. Because I don't know till today, you know, that movie is, has captivated the Indian audience in Malaysia for some reason. They love the movie and till today I get messages asking me um if there's going to be a part 2. True. So before we close it, right? Uh, anything you want to add? No, I was planning to have fun. <laughs> oh, really? Do you have any more questions left? Uh, <laughs> What would you like to tell your fans, those yeah. those who who follow you? I don't know why you guys follow me, but I hope <laughs> I I hope I entertain you guys enough. Um, I can be really boring, but I really enjoy what I do for you guys as an actor on screen. Um, and I hope that uh, I can keep that going. I only do this because I know that I am entertaining. um someone it's a big responsibility and i hope i'm uh, um i'm doing it okay. carrying the responsibility yeah. well yep. yeah okay i have a bonus question wow Whoa! Okay. bonus round yeah. bonus round <laughs> okay Bro. okay which sangeeta you like most who is in a real life mm-hmm. or who's in a real life wow you said bonus question you didn't say tough question no <laughs> yeah, tough and bonus um it's very good bonus <laughs> i've never thought about it okay. uh um the real me i think is uh is is a bit of an introvert uh i love staying mm. at home i you should love mc you know <laughs> uh, i'm very private about my life and i and i like it that way okay. uh but I am always a very happy person. Uh wherever I go I make sure that uh we laugh and we have good chats and I love talking to people. This is one of the things I really love doing in my life is meeting and talking to people. I really enjoy that because I learn something every day. Um you know like talking to you guys today I learn something, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you won't see 
I mean, unless I'm playing a crazy psycho on screen, right? Okay. Uh, most of the time, even when I'm on set, you see the real me. Um, when I was playing Cheryl Fernando, uh, a lot of that mm. part of playing her was me, was mm-hmm. real. I felt mm-hmm. it. Because mm. I have taught um, kids that came from challenging poor homes when I, English when I was in, you know, mm. when I when I was in school. Okay. Uh, because I came from a challenging background as well. I have a lot of experiences that I take to the screen. Uh, okay. I feel, you know, um, and, and I've been lucky in a lot of ways that a lot of, a lot of characters that has come my way has had some kind of significance to who I am. Like when I played uh, the lawyer in Jibril, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I never got to be a lawyer. You know, my dad one thought that I would make a magistrate. He thought I'd be a, he, he thought that I would make a good criminal lawyer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and eventually a magistrate. But I got to play a lawyer in Jibril, for example, and I got to experience that. But then I am a law graduate, you know. So mm-hmm. even on camera, I was being me, like the me that would have been the lawyer. But I think if I were to choose, I would choose, um, I would enjoy my, my real Sangeeta more. Because oh, okay. real life, uh, you know, I you know, I don't know. You guys might find me boring. I don't know. Like, I, like I said, I'm a recluse. I love staying at home. Hmm, that's an answer I didn't you know? expect. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Like I said, you, you've made me think. I've never thought about um, that before. I mean, I hope from this podcast, you know, people know a little bit more about you. You know, to give them a feeling. Hey, you know what? I'm a big fan of Sangeeta. I know it's like you know, I. I don't really, um, I, I don't know. I feel weird when somebody says the word fan. I still find it difficult to introduce myself as an actor. I'm very shy when it comes to that. I feel very shy to tell people that I'm an actor, you know. Uh, but I love my job, you know. Yeah, actually what you say is so true. Fan is actually basically from fanatics. Yeah, that's big. That's yeah, not. That's big. Yeah, but if true. people say they're my fan, I'm like, oh, I can't put myself on the same pedestal as Rajini, you know. Yeah, so I find it a bit difficult, you know. I still struggle with it. Like when people yeah, tell yeah. me I'm your family, like, ah, don't say that. It's all right. We are friends, you know. In a deep um, sense of understanding who an actor is, I think mm. a good actor comes with a lot of pain inside, um, mm-hmm. and you can see that, you know, in a lot of uh, even great actors from Hollywood, they carry a lot of pain inside, mm-hmm. and because they are able to tap into that, you know, uh, that fight that happens inside them mm-hmm. uh, they are able to tap into that pain and they're able to bring it out on screen like a good example would be Charlie Chaplin right yeah, yes yeah. I heard I about this yeah, yeah exactly and the list goes mm-hmm. on you know? so next time audition form there you put the problems in your life so you let them we, we see the list <laughs> first. They got... uh, you guys might not know I've never been to an audition seriously <laughs> no I've never been to an audition. Nobody has called me to an audition before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we know why. You know why? Because 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 God knows if somebody calls me for an audition, I wouldn't go. You mean even Adi Viraku, you didn't go for no, an audition no, before? No audition. Uh, yeah, my director Jason Chong and Eric Ong, they are fantastic, fantastic human beings, lah. What? He, he did a lot of research before he approached me for the role. And the main reason I do casting or audition is actually to find out the best person to play that role, but also for that person to know my team, to know 
me as a director yeah. and also the whole story and character. It's a two-way thing for me. So yeah. if the actor feels comfortable with that role, I think uh, they'll perform better. So they should come for the audition, should come for the casting to see whether yeah. they can play the role effectively yeah. before going for the principal photography. If you, In that sense, I think people have, I mean, our industry is very small and people know mm. that I am one of those people that has least amount of problems with anyone. I get along with everybody. You know. But my POV is yeah. that la, audition is yeah, not just true, one-sided. Mm-hmm. Auditions are very important. To be honest with you, it's very important. But that is not the practice in Malaysia, you know. In Malaysia, it's more like uh, if you've worked with them before, if somebody has somebody tells you, oh, no, you should get this person, it's, it's usually like that. And yes. sometimes it's a matter of convenience as well. Yes, but then yeah. in, in, in like Hollywood, for example, casting is so important. Like even like yes. A-grade actors go for casting and auditions because... Yes. They want to see you in that light of that character, you know. Mm. It's also for it's the actor to explore, to see mm. whether he can do it or not, you know. Mm. But I have never been to an audition in Malaysia, lah. I don't know whether it's luck, or or it's uh, it it's it's probably luck. I don't know. So so, <laughs> this is funny, right? So yeah. if Adi Wiraku was based on an audition, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have gone. I would have probably not done the character. Oh, I, w- I wouldn't have played uh, Chegu, Chegu Cheryl. Yeah, probably we wouldn't be talking right now. Yeah. So these are, like, see, like, people see me as this confident person in front of the camera and uh, and blah, blah, blah. I am mm-hmm. a human being with issues as well. If we do a movie, if we do a movie, right, we do movies and all that. If you call you for a casting audition, you won't come. I probably won't turn up, lah. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> Although I've been prepared by NIFA right now. Like, we had a whole uh, four weeks of uh, classes on how to nail auditions. But I still find it a little bit difficult to do it. I find mm-hmm. it... Um, I don't know. Like I said, you know, I'm, I'm sharing these things with you guys because... Um, I, people who are listening to this, like anyone who's going to listen yes. to this, I want them to know that um, Don't anybody, call me for anybody has every, anybody and everybody has issues. Like I have issues too. I think for Sanjita, right, next time if we want to call her, we, we call it script reading. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, script reading, I'm okay. Script reading, uh-huh. uh, sessions and all of that, rehearsals and all that, I'm fine. But Director's okay. brief, la, you come for that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't um, imagine myself going for an audition. But then again, um, but then again, I might do it now, because for example, you should, you know, if you I, should if experience I have, that. Yeah, because in Hollywood, you can't go in without auditions. There's no such yes. thing. Yes, so, there's no way you can. Talking to you tonight, uh, cleansed hmm? three of us. We feel cleansed. Cleansed. We feel so spiritual. Wow. Like you know, I feel like you know. That's sweet. Yes. Oh my god, that's like yeah. the best compliment. Kind of, like, uh, kind of. I'm still talking on my behalf. I don't know about the guys. Yeah, yeah, same here. The best feedback I've ever got from an interview. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been really nice talking to you. Thank you so much, Sangeeta, for sharing uh, all this with our team and also with all the audience who are going to listen to this. Listeners, yeah. Uh, Thank you. It's been amazing, seriously. I think uh, uh, this is one of the best things I've done during the MCO. Wow, nice, wow. nice, nice. That's I, good. I feel, yeah. I feel, <laughs> so, uh, as a compliment to us. Okay, behalf of uh, Shakma, we wish you all the best for your Thank future you. projects mm-hmm. and uh, looking forward for some fantastic uh, uh, films uh, acted by you and also awards. Please make us proud. Okay? Uh, mm-hmm. I'll pick it up for y'all. Uh. 
Okay, cool. Yes. Nice. I know that you guys are multi-talented. I'm looking forward to like sort of working with y'all in the industry and other aspects as well. Wow. Okay. And yes, I'm also sure. looking forward to listening to your other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Very please do. Please do. Okay. Yes. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. And, uh, and, stay uh, safe. Stay safe. All the together, guys. We can do this together and kill the damn virus. Yes. yes. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Okay. Bye-bye.